2: now
4: Good evening, Patriots. And welcome back to a special episode of Red Pill News. Joining me for tonight for a very important roundtable on January 6th, I have a host of Patriots, people who are names that you may recognize, some of them may be new to you. We've got A.J. Fisher, he's a January 6th defendant activist for the cause david summerall the creator of the film bloody hill in the site Stophate.com. gary mcbride a documentary filmmaker and creator of the epic times the real story of january 6th bobby powell he captured some stunning footage of feds breaking into the capitol on january 6th and more tommy tatum he captured the moment that roseanne boylan was murdered by capitol police and also randy ireland of americans for justice Do me a favor. Don't forget to like and share this broadcast. Help us by getting it out there on your favorite social media platforms. Right now, we should be live on Getter, on the Foxhole, on Rumble, on Odyssey, Pure Social. And if you're on Pilt, then uh, thank you for being here. All right, guys, do me a favor. Please sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, We're joined tonight by a group of incredible patriots, each of them taking a different route to raise awareness for what happened on January 6th and the travesty, the injustice that's happened since then. Uh, We're going to go around and I just want everybody to introduce themselves to the audience. And uh, we're going to start with Bobby up in the uh, upper left of the audience's screen. Bobby, how are you tonight?
5: I'm pretty good, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Uh, everybody just wants to know real, about me real quick. I was, I'm was i a journalist, have been since 1987, when I graduated from uh, journalism school, and I was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. It was supposed to be my very last gig ever. And then I was going to retire and go fishing. Well, guess God had different plans, because I ended up capturing video of two federal agents attacking the Capitol, and that's why I'm here tonight
4: yeah it's an incredible thing man god does work in mysterious ways uh tommy how are you tonight sir good to see you doing good thank you for having me on zach
6: um my name is tommy tatum i'm from mississippi originally and and i uh have some radio history but i started an independent uh website little local thing in my home county uh, washington county auditor is what it's called and uh went, that's why i went to january 6th and uh Several things happened today, but the the thing that I want people to know the most about is uh, I was with Roseanne Bull for the entire eight minutes and up to the moment that she was killed. And that's kind of my mission in life now is to get her story out.
4: Well, thank you for continuing to do so. Uh, Randy, this is our first time meeting, but uh, thank you very much for being here. Tell us about yourself.
7: Yes, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, My name is Randy Ireland. I'm co founder of Americans for Justice. I'm probably one of the few involved in all of this that was not there on January 6th, um, but I have been very much involved from the very beginning. Um, last April, I co-founded um, Citizens Against Political Persecution with Kara Casanova. Um, we've done a lot of things in terms of um, educating Americans about the treatment of our January 6th political prisoners. Um, and really... Um, the focus, focal point for Americans for Justice is really unifying people around the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and due process. Um, and so that's really what we're doing. Um, over the last month, I've had the incredible, uh, privilege of being here in D.C. with Mickey, um, Ashley Babbitt's mom. And we've been at the D.C. jail almost every night through the month of August, and we've extended that. We'll be here, uh, through the end of September. So, Anybody watching and in, in the D.C. area, please come out to the D.C. jail where they're every night, um, 7 p.m. to 9.30, 10. Um, but thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for your work. I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, David
4: Summerall, this is uh, our first time on a show together, but we had the pleasure of meeting at uh, Mike Lindell's Moment of Truth. I'm really glad to have you here.
8: Hey, it was great to meet you there. That was a great conference as well. Summit, what have you. Uh, StopHate.com started in 92.00 uh went to dc took a film crew so we could try to capture some of the events uh came home made writing history just put out bloody hill uh, just fighting for these prisoners and their families every day i mean that's what it's all about it's about action we just try to motivate people to uh to do something and try to give them plenty of options
4: and opportunities to choose from something for everyone out there please get involved And uh, I just had the pleasure of watching, completing Bloody Hill earlier today. It's a great film. So thank you for your work. Uh, And also, Gary McBride, this is the first time we're meeting, but uh, obviously I I mentioned your film that uh, they put out on Epic Times TV. Uh, Obviously, it's a a great summation of what happened on January 6th. And thank you very much for being here.
9: Thanks for having me, Zach. Yeah, my name is Gary McBride, founder of M5 News. Um, You can find me at m5newsgate.com and on Rumble at M5 News and a contributor also on uh, The New Prisoner,
4: uh, number 6. All right, great. Appreciate your work. Uh, And then finally, our returning guest of the program, A.J. Fisher. Uh, A.J., you're a defendant in January 6th. You've been persecuted by the government. Thank you once again for showing up tonight.
10: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Uh, My name is A.J. Fisher. I'm an Air Force veteran. I'm a proud boy. I'm a witness to police brutality on January 6th, and I'm a political prisoner. I was released from jail in March. And uh, ever since then, I've been fighting for the prisoners and uh, to get the word out about January 6th. And Zach, since
4: we last talked, um, I've been pretty busy and I've got a lot to share with you. Okay, well, please, let's go ahead and get started. What is it?
10: Sure. So uh, we started a organization. Uh, It's a nonprofit fund called InvestigateJ6.org. And uh, in the past, we've seen a lot of these guys are raising money for lawyers for attorneys. Um costs $100,000, $200,000, and, uh, you know, we're not really seeing the results. Some people don't have trials till next year, so it's a lot of money to raise for all these different, you know, there's 800 defendants. Um, so I wanted to do something a little different. Um, I got the pleasure of meeting Dave and Gary uh, post my imprisonment and um, saw the work they were doing, and I realized that investigating January 6th, finding getting money to do FOIA requests, video analysis, Um, just to do real investigative work that the media and journalists have, you know, not done uh, since January 6th. I see that as a real uh, thing that we should rally behind and something that we should really do uh, because we can help 800 defendants, uh, you know, with one fund rather than these legal funds.
4: I think it's a great idea. And did you say that you had something that you wanted to show the audience as well?
10: Yeah, um, I've got some clips that I've made. Uh, They're on the website. So if you'll allow me to share my screen. Yeah, please go ahead. It's my first time sharing a screen on. uh...
4: (laughs) If you've got more than one screen, all of them will show up. (laughs) Am I live right now? No, not yet. No. (laughs) Okay. It's no problem. I actually might be able to pull up our email. No, there you go. There There we go. go. All
10: right. Here we are. So here's the website, investigatej6.org. And I just want you to check out. I've got two videos here. This is the true story of January
11: 6th in one minute. They were invited in by the police officers. On one side of the building, on the other side of the
6: building, they're getting passed and pushed and agitated with shock
11: grenades, uh, concussion grenades,
7: deadly
6: devices, as proven by
9: what happened. He was completely out
11: of control. He himself
9: was committing crimes in the process.
10: So I'll stop it right here. You've got four people here. Ashley Babbitt, everybody knows about. She was killed around 4 p.m. on January 6th, shot by a police officer. Roseanne Boylan, most people have heard about, um, around 2 p.m., she was beaten to death by uh, D.C. police officer Lila Morris. The two that nobody knows about are Benjamin Phillips and Kevin Greeson. Benjamin Phillips was killed by a grenade at about 1.05 p.m. Now, Trump's speech didn't end until 1.15. This was a peaceful protest outside the west side of the Capitol, and uh, nobody had entered the Capitol for another hour. Uh, people had just assembled peacefully. Uh, and a grenade was thrown into the crowd and murdered him. And uh, about 20 minutes later, at 128, Kevin Greason was also killed by a grenade. Um, and what people don't understand is they'll see videos of people in the Capitol, people fighting police, and they don't understand the timeline. And what we've seen from the J6 committee thus far is they're editing videos, selectively putting videos together that ignore the timeline. And if you really follow the timeline, you see that there was no riot going on, um, you know, riot until two people were murdered, until an entire crowd was attacked with lethal munitions. Um, And the other video I have is a comparison to in 2018 and in 2020, there were multiple um, incursions, multiple breaches of the Capitol. And um, you'll see here, they actually had a uh, committee on, in Congress um, on the Lafayette Square riots. And Congress here, five months before January 6th, is uh, determined to get to the bottom of what happened to these protesters. So I want to share this as well. Um, January 6th wasn't the first time that anyone had protested at the Capitol, but it was the first time that Capitol Police and D.C. Police had ever used lethal munitions on a crowd and killed people.
4: The whole nation witnessed President Trump, White House, justice and defense officials authorize use of force to remove peaceful protesters. Lafayette Square Park and the adjacent Pennsylvania Avenue, an area right in front of the White House, is our nation's public square. This is the atrium of
10: the Hart Senate office building. If you take a look, as these protesters come to Capitol Hill to say no, to the Kavanaugh nomination. The way this works is the authorities essentially give them a citation. It's sort of like a ticket. They have to pay bail, it's about $50, and then uh, they're released. And I'm told by the lawyers for the protesters that those charges do not remain on their
0: criminal records. Our nation's public square. You all know how proud I am of each and
9: every
10: single one of you for putting yourselves and your body and and everything on the line.
4: Is our nation's public square. This is a traditional area for Americans to express our First Amendment rights, the infringement of which deserves heightened scrutiny.
10: So the question I want to know, um, and the question that Congress needs to answer for us, is why were January 6th protesters treated so brutally uh, when clearly, as we see here, Protests in the Capitol happen all the time, and it's encouraged by the establishment. They gave them a $50 ticket when they protested for Kavanaugh. So people were there protesting what they believed to be a stolen election, and people were protesting against the appointment of a Supreme Court justice. Um, I'd like to know why the uh, the double standard?
4: Well, it's an excellent question, and uh, I think it's something that our elected leaders really have yet to answer so far. Bobby, I, I understand you've been trying uh, about as hard as anybody can to get our uh, our Congress and senators to actually take a look at some of this stuff uh, and to acknowledge what actually happened that day. Tell us a little bit about that.
5: Oh, man, it's been a journey. It's been 19 months, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have given this video that I shot. ...of two federal agents attacking the Capitol to everybody I can think of. Everybody with a pulse. I started with the FBI on January 15th, 2021. I gave them 29 minutes of high-definition video of two men attacking the building. And as of today, neither man has been arrested. The FBI has not uploaded a single frame of my video. It hasn't uploaded a single still picture of either man. Uh I have volunteered to come in and give the f b i of an interview and all of the video that I recorded on the fifth, sixth, and seventh five times, and I have been refused each time, so it's obvious to me by now that they don't want to hear anything about this and uh that's okay <clears throat> because I know that they're dirty nobody's gonna they're not gonna investigate themselves right. so I went to the Department of Justice Inspector General, filed a report there. Went to the FBI's Office of Professional Responsibility, filed a report there. Then the next year comes around, haven't heard anything about him. I filed another report with both the DOJ IG and the FBI's Office of Professional Responsibility. Still haven't heard a thing. I have contacted 535 members of Congress and told them about the existence of this video. Seventeen of them have responded. We're talking about people like Senator Josh Hawley, Kirsten <clears throat> Cinema, uh, Louis Gohmert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, <clears throat> Matt Gates—people uh, that should have our backs. Okay, these people are known as firebrands. They 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 go out there and they say, "We're going to get the job done." Well, they're not getting the job done. Some of these representatives have had this video for almost 19 months. Okay, Holly uh, and Cinema got it in February of 2021, and since then, I've been just going around the country, literally putting thumb drives in their hands. Okay, and tell, asking them, "What are you going to do about this?" And as of today. None of them have said a word. None of them have gotten back to me after our initial conversations. Uh, I don't get it. I, I I got one kind of an explanation, and and Zach, that graphic might come in handy right about now.
4: I I don't have it pulled up, but if you've got it, then you you're welcome <clears> to share it on screen.
5: Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'll just tell you while I'm searching for it. <laughs> Uh Oh, there it is right there. Perfect.
4: <clears throat> OK. So while you're about to share your screen, I just want to go back to a point that A.J. made. <clears throat> you know, A.J., seeing those cir- circumstances side by side, I mean, it's striking uh, to understand just how different the response was against supporters of President Trump versus supporters of leftist subversives um you know they were so interested in helping these people to essentially destabilize the government uh and yet when it came to us simply wanting to have our voices heard uh they looked at us as if we were terrorists and they set it up so that we would look like terrorists and they could control that narrative bobby go ahead and show that graphic
5: okay here we go yeah okay so uh Last year at the Patriot Network Summit, it's it's uh, not being shared. Well, I haven't shared it yet. Oh, good. Okay, just... <laughs> okay. Just
4: wanted to make just... sure you weren't teeing up something that wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, okay, share a screen. Okay, uh, one participant can share at a time. Okay, here we go. I was giving my, uh, I gave my video to uh, Kirk Bell. Kirk Bell is the Chief of Staff for Congressman Pete Sessions in uh, Texas' 17th District. I gave it to him at the Patriot Network Summit last year. That was last June. And he, in turn, gave it to Jim Jordan and uh, Representative Sessions. And a few months ago, I I, uh, got back in touch with him, and, and I asked him, Kirk, did anything ever come of the video that I gave you of the two federal agents attacking the Capitol? Did Sessions ever see it? Jordan, anyone? Are you seeing this picture now?
4: Oh, yes, we're seeing it now.
5: And Kurt Bell, chief of staff for Representative Pete Sessions, he says, yes, they have seen it. We are keeping our powder dry until after November. No use putting anything out there currently. Okay, so... uh,
4: It's pretty infuriating because the insinuation is they don't want to reveal the information until after the midterms. And this is where I was going with the point uh, for what AJ said. You know, before you vote, go and make sure you speak to the people who are going to be elected in this next section of Congress. As horrific as it is for the people who are locked up right now, for the people who have gotten no justice, I think that our best chance of actually receiving that justice and having the truly guilty people held accountable isn't going to be until that next session. And if they have this information and they've refused to bring it out, <laughs> they tell you explicitly that they don't want to bother bringing it out now. You know, I mean, it it, it really angers me. It really angers me. But I also understand what they're doing. I, I don't think that it makes it any better for the people who are locked up right now, I don't think it, ma- it makes it any better for the, the uh, uh, tens of thousands of Americans that are, are suffering in silence every single day, wondering if the FBI is going to show up at their door, wondering if they're going to get uh, the, the, uh, uh, the brown shirt uh, jackbooted thugs coming through their front door, dragging them away from their families in the middle of the night. Uh, You know, I mean, uh, I have actually know some people who are probably going to be elected in that next session of Congress. And, uh, you know, anything that you want to make sure that they see uh, that could be brought up in front of these committees, please. I mean, uh, I want to make sure that I have it so that I can explicitly give it to them. But it, it, it 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 angers me.
5: Yeah, it angers me too, brother. Okay, we've got January sixth defendants that are being sentenced to ridiculously long prison sentences for doing nothing more than parading or trespassing, whatever the heck that is. And and as AJ just showed, when Kavanaugh's uh confirmation was going on, people were parading and picketing and demonstrating they didn't they're not spending twenty years in prison.
4: A ticket okay? and, and, that won't <laughs> even stay on their permanent record. I can't even with that.
5: Exactly. And and while they're being detained, these prisoners are being physically abused by their captors, okay? And and psychologically tortured to the point where two of them have committed suicide in just the last 2 months. This is unacceptable. Mm. I don't care what their reasons are. These politicians are playing politics with people's lives yeah. and they have to stop doing that. I'm I'm just i i I would say I'm not going to vote for you, but i i I don't even know if i if voting even matters anymore i'm I'm going to do it yeah. just in case but but uh you well, know lem- things are are so messed up, the people that have the power are so corrupt and and even the people that are supposed to oppose them have their own political agendas, and right. they're not bringing forward the truth. that's my problem
4: no absolutely I'm hurting think- people. I completely agree with you. Now, Tommy, we were talking before the show and you said that uh, President Trump finally made a statement about uh, the uh, uh, the January 6ers that are being held in uh, in prison and those who are charged.
6: Yes. Uh, it's like probably one of the late stories on the Gateway Pundit within the last couple of hours. He says that he has a couple of things. He said he has uh, been meeting with some, some January Sixth defendants. He's had some in his office. He's helping some financially. And he says that if he is, if he runs and is reelected, he will strongly consider giving all J six defendants pardons and a government apology.
4: I mean, he has to. Is. I mean, if I can be perfectly honest, guys, you know, I love President Trump, but I mean, I, I know a lot of people are very upset that it's taken him this long to come out with a strong stance about what's been happening to these people. Um, I I remember walking back from the Capitol that day and completely naive had no idea what just happened to us and thinking, where's my
6: president? Yeah. 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 I I love the man, too, but that's an honest feeling.
4: Um, Let me go over here to uh, um, uh, to David and and Gary, because, you know, I would imagine that when people see your films, um, you know, there is something that's stirred up. I mean, I I don't know. I am think maybe I'm thinking that people are too human nowadays, but. For me, because I was there, because I saw this stuff, you know, uh, uh, AJ, one of those men was directly behind me. You know, I watched that canister get shot into the crowd and I watched that guy drop to the ground. I don't know which one it was, but I saw it right in front of me and I was just shocked. I I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe what I saw happening in front of my face. Uh, David, and then uh, and then we'll go to Gary. You know, I mean, what has the response been from the films? I mean, are you achieving the desired result? Do people see this? Do people get it? You know, I I
8: like to think so, but it's such small numbers. No matter what we do, the censorship, the shadow banning, whatever you want to call it. You know, the the majority of people. I guess if you still did a, a survey on the street and asked, you know, eight out of ten people wouldn't know what January 6th means to anybody. That's the sad part. You know, the left has done a really good job uh, at everything that they do to, to suppress that. But, you know, the, the reactions to the films and you know, I'll let Gary answer in on that, too. But, you know, they're they're uh, very raw. I mean, people ball their heads off. They don't know. And when they finally figure out what's going on, they feel bad that they hadn't done something yet. And we're finding people that have never given a dime that just want to give, give. You know, and there's there's ways to do that. Um, stop slash J6, I'll throw that out there. There's calls to action, a lot of them. And some are free, some are letters, some are prayers. There's things to do for people. And uh when they find out what they don't know, they want to get involved for the most part, you know, and then there's the people that are still the doubters that think that it's all lies and that we're all bad and I don't think you'll ever get through to some of those. But before we switch to Gary, let me just say real quick, I would like to hold these elected officials uh, accountable for knowing about these crimes and not reporting them. Mm -hmm. These are murders. These are murders. And the fact that they even the ones on our side, let's just say it like it is. They know that our people were murdered by Capitol Police. Where are the reports? So that's kind of what I'm mad about today, and and that's probably where I'm going to stay until this thing's over. Go ahead, Gary.
9: No, uh, everybody knows how truthful I am, so here we go. Go for it. uh, uh, The uh, the Epoch Times documentary, um, they cut me out of it at the end, so I I won't even talk about it.
4: I mean, if you want me to, I will. But uh, Yep, I mean, I had no idea that happened, so yeah, I mean, unload if you want to.
9: No, it's uh, they know what they did, and uh, I'd rather continue my focus on the J6ers instead of touting myself up as thinking they know what they're talking about. So the, the J6 thing is, is, you know, I wish you all could be in our shoes when, we're, when, we, when you know what we know because that 14,000 hours that they have, that's what we need, and we know what's in it, um, and it's the truth. And it has to be, you know, DOJ and FBI get to choose what they get to put out there mm-hmm. so the media can blast J6ers and their families and whatever else and smear them. But what they don't show is the before or the after. And that's where the truth lies. That's where they're holding it, the sculptory evidence. That's why like, people like Bobby can't get nothing done because he's trying to get this story out and it's hidden in the uh, 14,000 hours. And they don't want to release that because then the truth is out as long as they keep it hidden. And people like us bring them stories, they don't want to talk about it because that brings the truth out. And it's – but we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop at all. Um, Each one of us on here tonight has fought tooth and nail from day day one just to get these stories out. Um, And David – That's my thing, too, Uh, holding the uh, elected officials accountable each and every one of them, because they know what they've done. They know what they've seen. Like the J6 committee, it's a joke. Hey, um, They're manipulating footage.
8: Yeah, they're- I can honestly say this group right here, this, this show, I've never seen as many quality fighters for J6 in one place at one time. And not just me, but support these other guys, people. These are the people putting points on the board. Gary's investigation work from day one, he wasn't there on January 6th. He's been – a trooper, eighteen, twenty plus hour days digging through this stuff. I'm sure you've probably banked seven thousand plus hours by now. Um, you know that's probably twice what I have in, and uh, you know that's a that's an obsessive level, and you have to be there. But the fourteen thousand hours, you know, as investigators, we can see these things that the public can't see, and it corroborates these stories, guys. It it just lets you know that these prisoners. When they say these things, they're true. We can we can find their stories in video. We can see, you know, Victoria White getting hit in the head with that baton 30-something times in a couple of minutes. When you go through this footage, you'll see that over and over and over and over, head lacerations, teeth knocked out, eyes just almost busted out. It's just the most horrible brutality. And for them to say it's objectively reasonable and for the people on our side not to call them out and hold them to the fire on that is is criminal
5: well you know it's not objectively reasonable i'm sorry there because it is absolutely against policy for dc police officers to hit anybody in the head yes yes you know
9: the the, um chief conti was quick to come out and give uh less than five days to turn over and, and show body cam footage and footage from a restaurant um, I always said that Officer Fow and Bagshaw, if they don't haven't killed anybody yet, they're going to one day. And uh, Officer Bagshaw shot somebody in July and killed him. Oh Same God. officer that beat the heck out of Victoria. And I've learned to find out that every citizen in DC knows exactly who this officer is and has talked about him, has reported him over and over and over again about his abuse, how he targets protesters because that's what he's over. He's over the CDU unit, um, and now
6: he has killed somebody. And Not he always- should. He should be there. There's, no. there's also footage of him on Instagram picking up a George Floyd protester, throwing him into the pavement. Yeah. Yeah. I've got
9: a video. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's um, Bobby just mentioned it, you know, this excessive use of force. You know, they say it's objectively reasonable. The officer gets away with it, it continues and continues until they just get away with everything and kill somebody.
7: Um, there has to be a change there as well. There's a lot to fix. There's, a, there's one thing I just want to add to that in terms of the excessive use of force. I've been fortunate enough over the last month to um, go into the courtroom on, on some of these cases. Uh, conflict Simon was just there in the courtroom. And I have got to say, that the public defender in his trial expo- exposed so much of the lies and the slanders. She did a really, really great job and and not only that but um just just this week alone there was a bench trial that started with three defendants and in this particular one i i want to say that there's there's 10 10 to 12 law enforcement officers taking a stand the very first one was like a platoon platoon commander that was down below um before the tunnel and all of that and one of the things that he said during his testimony was um uh, talking about excessive use of force He had a full, one of the full rectangle riot shields. And at one point he was like, you know, he was quite
2: Order now.
1: fighterflare.com.
7: I, b- I believe it was um, the, the the attorney um, um, Shipley, uh, Bill Shipley, I believe is his name. And he mentioned that his training for the, well, he had quite, he was questioned by Shipley about the training with the shield. Is it strictly defensive? Is it ever to be used as an offensive or whatever? And he admitted there on the stand that it, you know, I was never trained offensively, but at one time on that, I turned the shield sideways and smashed somebody with the blunt end, in other words, like the bottom part of the shield. These guys are being showed, in, videos being showed in the court um just over the last couple of weeks of some of this violence. One of them was that, what, what someone had just mentioned in turn, uh, I think it was Dave, about Victoria White. And so some of this stuff is starting to be questioned and what we really need to do is focus on on the attorneys and getting them, you know, Gary said an awesome job in getting a lot of the footage and stuff to these attorneys. And, and, in saying that just one thing real quick, Dave, Um, Tom Webster, you guys all may know him. He was a retired NYPD. He he actually um, stood trial. I want to say the end of May, he's supposed to be sentenced um, tomorrow, I think. Um, But we actually, we actually, he maintained throughout that he was actually egged on by law enforcement officers officer, but no evidence was really shown or credible evidence in his trial. And just, I want to say, four or five days ago, Guy Reffitt and a couple of other guys in the D.C. jail came across footage within Discovery that actually showed that. I immediately got in touch with um, his lawyer, and I'm, I'm really hoping that they'll be able to push out the sentencing and really be able to admit this exculpatory evidence because every single thing that Tom Webster did that day you know, is proven in this one particular video shot. So it's very important for all of us to keep on looking and finding these things, you know.
8: Very important. Even- let just, yeah, let me just throw in real quick because we're gonna get in trouble if we don't do this. Here's the disclaimer, folks. Not all cops did bad things that day. Some cops were good. Officer Sicknick was good. Mm-hmm. He didn't fight anybody, he didn't do what the other guys did. He he didn't do bad A lot of people, you know, and listen, the cops and the police. I mean, and the people were all put in a bad situation on purpose. It was supposed to go horribly wrong from the top down. That's what we've each proven over and over. And listen, after uh, uh, Vargo was uh, pushed off the wall, right? The cop at the top of the things got his baton. He's saying, come on, who's next? Come on, who's next? There are multiple examples of them enticing and agitating and not just throwing grenades. I mean, like that doesn't do it by Mm -hmm. itself. But it wasn't even declared a riot until, what, Gary, like an hour after they killed the first guy. I mean, it was crazy to see that. And, and, and that's because of the police. The, the people didn't do that, you know? Yeah.
6: I'd like to say real quick, uh, to look, maybe uh, uh, what I feel is happening, and you guys are keeping up with the news with the FBI informants coming forward now. And, uh, Zach, you said you saw the video earlier, and I'm not I'm sure you other guys have when they, the FBI called me because I had called Congressman Nell. He told him exactly what happened to Roseanne. I called you, Dave, and told you about it. Yep. And uh four days later, the FBI calls me and these calls are on my rumble channel. You can watch them. Mm-hmm. And they sounded almost apologetic to me. Uh they admitted that I had called them a couple of times. But anyway, long story short, they he only wanted to know what happened to Roseanne Bulland. They didn't hardly ask me anything about what I did that day. <laughs> and uh I think that the tide is turning. I think we're getting momentum on our side. And I, I guess I bring this all up to say if the FBI is out there watching this, now is the time to come forward. Right now is the time to come forward.
4: Well, this is something oh, I God. had actually thought about previously. If If Congress is waiting for the next session – then there is a possibility that the DOJ and the FBI are also – elements within the DOJ and the FBI, I should say – are also waiting for that next session uh, so that the new – it'll be a large enough portion of the government that could be sympathetic uh, to what's happened to us, what's happened to other people out there uh, and uh, and can understand why those guilty parties that were at the Capitol, that were working for the government – need to get what's coming to them in terms of justice, in terms of nothing else. Well,
8: it's like we said in the last movie. I mean, it's not because we're a lawless people. It's because we're a lawful people, right? and we won't stand for this. I mean, this is just wrong. It is torture. It's (laughs) beyond prisoners. They're hostages, and uh, we really need to figure out what we're going to do Not only to get them free, but to take control back of these people. I can't trust them with the roads and bridges, guys. I can't trust them with the taxes. I can't trust them with anything because they're in on these murders because they know it's happening. They're not doing anything about it. They're letting this whole charade continue. And that, I mean, I'm telling you guys, that's we all, everybody on this show knows these things. I just want your audience to really get that point. And I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm hogging this thing. <laughs> up to the, okay. the audience, no, no. too;
10: they really need to demand an investigation, a real J6 investigation in exchange for their vote. If your Congressman or your Senator won't talk about this, if you, if you ask him and they won't talk to you about it, then they don't deserve your vote. Cause like you said, then they're complicit in murder. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You
5: know, and I've I thought, actually heard, I'm sorry. Ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go but go ahead, I've, actually he- I've actually heard that. From, uh, from two congressmen, uh, Greg Stuby down in Florida and my own congressman up in Michigan, uh, Jack Bergman, both told me, well, I'm not on the right committee. I can't say anything. I'm like, do jury United States congressman find a damn microphone and spill the beans. Absolutely. And, and they they just don't have the courage and they don't have the guts. I don't care what kind of political agenda that they have. Can you imagine? The stink! <laughs> if if Ted Cruz or uh, uh, Louis Gohmert or Marjorie Taylor Greene gets on uh, national television and shows my video of two federal agents attacking the Capitol, can you imagine? That would blow the January sixth joke show right out of the water. It would dominate the news cycle for the next six months until the midterms. So. You know, I don't get it. I don't understand why they're so cowardly. They think they might get a little bit more political advantage to wait till after the midterms. What about the people that are suffering right now? Okay. I'm not down with that. Not in any way, shape, or form. So I'm going to I'm gonna continue to keep on holding these uh, elected representatives to the flame. I'm going to keep on holding their feet to the fire. And-
6: quick,
5: I'm sorry, Bobby.
6: I'm sorry. No,
5: that's okay. Go that. ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Real Josh, quick, yeah,
6: before yeah. you go, uh, I think it'd be all the listeners and all the viewers. If you'll find uh, Randy, naming naming the, the YouTube channels A for Justice on YouTube, and we'll be out there this whole month. And you can hear these prisoners call in. You can hear it. we all laugh and we will cry with them. And some of these stories, if you doubt what these men are going through, call, watch these live streams, and listen to what they are going through. It will shock you, and it will motivate you, and it will motivate your friends. But check
0: it out.
7: Take a Listen to what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, I just want to add to that. Um, we, I, I want to say, what is it, um, two nights ago, Tommy? Um, John McKellar had called in, and um, it was some raw. I mean, did you, you get a, I don't know how many of you know the backdrop to him, but um, 22 years Special Forces, I believe. He was arrested. He's lost everything in the last year and have everything. Everything he owns, his wife's divorcing him. Uh, really the only thing he has is, is his kids, you know, being able to talk to his kids. And, but the biggest thing is it's like, you know, he got on the, on the call and if you guys get a chance, go back and watch the live stream because it's like, you know, his message was basically like, you know, I sacrificed so much for, for my country. I served my country. And because I, my politics and my beliefs don't agree with theirs, they want to use that against me. They taught me to be a lethal weapon kind of a thing. I've gone out and and, and used that, served them. But now the very thing that made me useful to my, comp- my, my country is now being used against me to keep me detained and shut me down and shut me up. And, I mean, he's not only that, but I think a lot of it, too, also comes from PTSD. I mean, over half of the guys that are indefinitely detained right now are veterans. Many of them decorated veterans. And, I, and that's the part of it. As an Air Force veteran, um, that's the part that really boils my blood. And it's, it's, I, I think we were talking about this with Mickey, uh, Tommy and, and Mickey and myself, on our way up to New York. Um, I think the part of it that 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 story from the McKellop really shows us is that it's one thing to sit there and to say, actually, John Mellis, I think, was saying this on the phone to us. But he was, it's one thing for us to say that veterans are being detained, but for us to also kind of, you know, it's hard for us to put our, ourselves in their shoes and understand the mental aspect the mental anguish that all of that. I mean, can you imagine, you know, going out multiple tour being a purple, purple Heart recipient? You're American heroes, but because of January 6th, the federal government points a finger at you, call you a terrorist, throw, locks you away. And destroys your life, your, your family's life, everything that you spent well, your life doing.
4: You know, I mean, I mean that's, that's sadly that's, that that's by design. I mean, who would be the leaders among us if we had to do something? You know, to uh, uh, to take our government back, to take our country back. You know, who are the people who run for office? Who are the people who step up? I mean, those are the men and women who have served. I mean, they are natural leaders. They've been taught to lead. They have been taught to do whatever it takes to get the objective done. And so they have locked these men and women up, excuse me, these men up. And then tonight, Joe Biden doubled down on his claim that MAGA Republicans are a danger to the republic. What did he say? He said uh, that MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They promote authoritarian leaders and fan the flames of political violence. It's It's a joke. MAGA Republicans are clear and present danger they embrace anger, thrive on chaos and live in a shadow of lies. I mean, he couldn't project a more accurate picture of what the current regime is doing to Americans. Uh, Gary, you had something that uh, you wanted to add in there a moment ago. Tommy yeah, did, broke yeah, up. yeah, yeah, I thought I thought that you had a point that you wanted to make before Tommy uh, got in there.
9: No, uh I the, you know after all this time, you know, I feel like I finally had a breakthrough during Kirk, uh, during Kyle Fitzgerald's um, trial because when I was listening to it, I realized that they were just playing one video and I knew there was more videos out there that totally showed a different story. So I immediately started putting a video together um, for Natasha Taylor Smith and, and found out who her investigator was and sent it to them. And they did play it the next day. and, and, and you know, it's, this, that was the breakthrough that i'm not going to go into my story but that right there that uh that did so much for me after this past year and a half a bunch of crap that uh i mean i was on cloud nine and, and i realized that's the breakthrough that's what i need to start doing so you know i'm trying to find out who's going up uh, what i have on them if i don't have anything i'm going to look at it mostly i do have stuff but it's exactly what they're doing to us. It's starts to them. You know, they're showing what they want to show and not the truth. And um, we have to have access. The People have to have access to watch this court, watch these cases. I mean, hell, you got Johnny Depp. We can watch him all day long. You know, we need to be able to watch what's going on with our country and what's going on with these defendants because that's where it's at. And then we try to call in and the judge doesn't allow anybody to listen to it now when you call in.
0: Mm-hmm.
9: It's ridiculous.
4: Yeah, again, completely by design, doing it all in the shadows, excuse me, doing it all in the shadows so that nobody can help. Nobody can take action. Nobody can, uh, you know, offer any assistance to to these people. But that's really actually great to hear. I I, I didn't know that you had uh, provided videos that uh, that they were actually using. And that uh, that that female public defender, I mean, I saw some of the stuff that uh, she had said in that line of questioning with that uh, that police officer, the ex-police officer. Uh, and I was frankly shocked. I mean, I couldn't believe that we had a a, a, a public defender, a U.S. attorney, or if she's a, a D.C. public defender uh, who was mm-hmm. actually doing right by her client and especially in a case in the uh, January 6th trials. And she
9: separated politics from her work. Ex- as exactly oh, as yeah. she
4: should. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, we, we simply have too many people who are ideologically aligned nowadays. People are not able to separate their politics from their job and too often they're using their politics to ensure the destruction of uh, a large portion of the country it's, it's Somebody, disgusting yeah. tommy go ahead yeah you know i heard someone
6: say about her mickey mickey says that uh, she defended kyle fitzsimon like he was her little brother and i saw someone say that she'll never have to stand before her maker and tell her maker that she swore false witness to her brother so this lady, not to overstate it, but she kind of reminded me of the story of John Adams and the British soldiers, you know, mm-hmm. and, and she did such a good job. It was amazing. So uh, she's got a bright future ahead
4: of her. Inspiring. To see. And the Bobby, thing, you had your hand up.
5: Uh, yeah. I was just going to expound on your point uh, of the leaders, <clears throat> uh, people that would be leaders. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Brown, for example, is a uh, two-time recipient of the Bronze Star for Valor. He is a 20-year veteran, a Green Beret, okay? This man is the quintessential American, okay? Mm -hmm. And he's currently running for for, uh, office in Florida from the Pinellas County Jail.
0: Mm -hmm.
5: And he was only arrested by the FBI after he published audio of two federal agents trying to get him to spy on the Oath Keepers organization. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is the only reason he was arrested. It it took them, what, uh, 11 months after January 6th to decide to arrest uh, Jeremy Brown. And uh, he's one of those people that would be a leader if we needed to do something. And so I just wanted to put that out there. And, uh, you know, Jeremy Brown and and other political prisoners, they, they they need our help. They need our love. They need our prayers. Uh, if we can get away from all the politics of this for just a second, I'd like to ask your viewers to, you know, find their addresses, you know, where they're incarcerated and, and just send them a little love letter. Okay. You, you can't send them a care package cookies or anything like that. But uh you can you can send them a little letter. You can send them books. They have to come from Amazon, you know, a direct book publisher. Uh, you can do anything, anything that you can do, folks, to to ease these folks these prisoners' minds, okay? Because they're like I said earlier, they're being psychologically tortured. They need to know that they're not alone. And, and they need to have something to do with their day other than look at four walls inside of a four by six cell. Mm -hmm. Okay. Some of these guys aren't allowed out of their cells for like an hour a day. Sometimes they're in solitary confinement for weeks at a time, which is absolutely a, a, a war crime and, and, and against, uh, against the law in the united states geneva convention The, the the fact that they haven't even been tried yet is a violation of the sixth amendment the federal government is just walking all over these guys rights and and the only way that they're going to stop is if you and me and all of your friends get loud okay These politicians that want to keep their powder dry until November, they're going to keep being silent. They're going to let these people suffer until you get loud, until you call them and email them and walk up to them. Okay, it's possible. I've done it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've done it a dozen times in the last year. I walk up to a congressman and I put a thumb drive in his hand and I say, here's a video of two federal agents attacking the Capitol. Okay, I'm only one man, though they can ignore me all day long, but they can't ignore thousands of us.
4: Oh, there's there's millions right. of us. <clears throat> if we all did this, then I think that it would have yeah. an immediate impact. Well, uh, sure, there's, David. Sure, there,
5: there's millions of us, but yeah. the three percent. Okay, yeah, you're right. I have found I found this to be a truth. Okay, people are afraid to even share posts because they don't want to lose their jobs. They don't, they won't even share information on social media. So the the minority of us, those real patriots that just don't give a dog on, you know, the field in which we grow our cares is totally barren, right? <laughs> So we just got to get up there, and we've got to be loud, and we've got to find other people like us that are not afraid to face this evil, because I'm telling you, it is evil. It's straight from the pits of hell, and if you walk up to it, and if you walk up to the devil wearing the full armor of God, and you slap him right across the face, he's going he's to fold, he's going to buckle. There's nothing the devil can do in the face of the Almighty God. Okay, so I can amen. tell you that right now,
8: it. we're at disclaimer number two. Get your relationship right with Jesus Christ first, foremost. That's the most important thing you people could do right now. I'm just telling amen. you. Okay. And I think everybody get an amen, amen. on that, right? Yeah, okay.
4: Yes, brother. Let me get a PTO.
8: Okay. Amen. Okay. So now back to the trouble. You know, uh, a minute ago, you were talking about Biden's speech and everything. And I think if you go back and listen to the very last word, he says democracy. But he says it like seven times before the last word. Democracy, democracy. We know it's a republic. Mm -hmm. You know, and and what we're seeing here and Gary's going to testify, I'm going to turn it to him on this one because they are trying to take the meanings of these words as they've always done. Look at stop hate, man. They have just tortured us with the other side of it. It's not wholesome like it should be. You know, this is the different version where it it means something real and, and and what they're doing with these in, in these terrorism enhancements and all this verbiage is for what Gary will tell you. Now I had a, a really good meeting, uh, I did a show yesterday with Mark Hur, and he knows what's going on here. He's got a center for self-governance and they're talking about how the SPLC uses these words, these different universities. Gary introduced me to the George Washington university angle, the, the uh, program on extremism. And, and, and it's amazing to see that in my opinion, they they keep pushing the can down the street for discovery, but they're really just trying to get their words together, trying to get the meanings, trying to get these enhancements, trying to get anyone in America. And this is what we told people when we came home: they're coming for y'all next. And they said, "No, we didn't do anything stupid." And then they went to a uh, city council meeting and said, "We don't like CRT." Uh, and and all of a sudden, you know, boom, boom, boom! They're they're banging on the door and FBI, FBI, and. So it's anybody that stands out of it against this government is considered a, a terrorist, a, a threat to persons or property. Guys, this is scary. That the little ladies at church when they say we're going to go plan to go down the Capitol on Saturday and pick it a little bit, walk around, do a Jericho march. Now it's organized, it's planned. You got a you got a target. It's the building. There's and they can put you in jail. It's the test run on these J6ers guys. Mm-hmm. It's the test run to see if they can get away with it. No due process, no trial, no charge nothing and keep them indefinitely. This is Gary am I right?
9: Absolutely right. And they, just like you said, test run. They probably did a test run on J20 and you know it's uh, they're putting the fear of God in everybody. They're they're making you fearful to stand up and speak your mind because of what happened. The whole thing with George Washington University, when one in this program, one of the papers written up was you have to have an event big enough to make the American people believe we need a domestic terrorism law. That event was J6. And it's working for them because they put fear in everybody. Nobody wants to speak up. Nobody wants to come out. Nobody wants to talk. People, you need to talk. We're talking. We're still here. And we'll do it until we're
8: and, and they're using the Patriot Act, <laughs> you know, and somebody else I will pick was,
4: it up. But you to stand up and talk. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say this is this is kind of like the 21st century 9-11. They used 9-11 to usher in the Patriot Act, you know, acted as if, oh, we have this brand new legislation that we just put together as a result of this event that right. took place. But they had been working on it for quite some time. I think the same is true uh, if they're Absolutely. trying to work on some type of new MAGA insurrectionist uh, terrorist act that they're going to work out. Uh, and they probably already had it in place for quite some time. They were just looking at, for that specific moment to to roll it out there and uh, put it all out on us. Wasn't Trump
9: or the Patriots that uh, had a plan? And it was someone from the top, you know who. But it, that, that the nine one one came out during Trump's second impeachment hearing. That's when they started comparing nine one one against or with uh, J six
8: mm-hmm. and. Uh, well, that's what people need to understand too. It is it is as bad or worse than Pearl Harbor nine eleven, because our own government did it to us. It wasn't right. a foreign government, it had nothing to do with anybody else. And here's here's a here's a thing we could do as a group. Let's go for a monument on the capital property that honors the people who were murdered and it's permanent and it can't go anywhere. And it has to stay on the capital property forever yes. and on, and because we can't let this happen again because people don't know what happened or they wouldn't stand for it. That's the whole thing. And, you know, honoring those people, you know, they, they have been blamed for their own deaths. Two guys did not have heart attacks and strokes. They were murdered. One girl did not have a drug overdose. She was murdered. Ashley was murdered for no reason, shot in cold blood. And the one officer that they started the impeachment trials on did not die by any of our hands. He had a stroke. They let him, the police let him die. That's negligent homicide. They never treated his stroke, never gave him aid. And he collapsed and died. And they blame that on the very protesters That's what people should be mad about. And we're not pushing for a civil war. We don't want to fight between people left and right because we don't have a beef with them. We have a beef with the leaders, the uniparty that's doing this to every single person. We don't want to overthrow the government. We want to throw the criminals out of the government, keep the Constitution, and push forward for the future. That's what we want. This is not a left or a
9: right. This is not a black or white. This is a people in power. Amen. People versus power That's what it
10: is.
7: true.
10: I said, David, about the Patriot Act, people don't realize that the implications of January 6th, if they get away with this, will be far greater than the Patriot Act was uh, in tearing down our republic. And it's funny, you know, Antifa, who are really the threat to our republic, they say all cops are bastards. Well, why are they hating and abetting this 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 abuse? Do they not realize that this is going to be turned on them as soon as we're wiped out? True.
0: True.
7: The thing, the things at the center of all of this is justice. If we don't have justice in our country, we don't have a life. We don't have liberty. We don't have freedom. And and I mean, I think there's a part of that. I just want to go back to, to one thing that, that Gary had mentioned talking about, you know, they're so good at, be, at getting us to be quiet. You know, I, I had a conversation with one of the lawyers in, the, you know, just a few days ago where it's like. For all the lawyers out there telling their clients not to talk to anybody, not to get off social media, don't give interviews, what is that accomplishing? Just tell me, what is that accomplishing? Because they're already getting the worst-case scenario. What needs to happen is every single J6 defendant needs to be loud, proud, and tell the truth. You know, we can't expect to ever, ever, ever move the needle of justice if we're sticking our head in the sand. And hoping the bullying stops or the corruption stops. You know what I mean? So, Well, the sad, I mean, the
4: sad truth, Randy, is they they've bullied a large majority of America into submission. You know, I mean, uh, the people who immediately got fired after coming home from Washington, D.C., even in the vicinity of Washington, D.C., saying something about... The January 6th, the prisoners uh, on social media losing their jobs, losing their families. You know, the FBI showing up, uh, you know, months after uh, people did nothing on January 6th. I mean, it's just they've done a lot to really quell anybody's fire to get up and say something. Uh, And uh, and it's a shame. I mean, it's something that has to stop. And David, do you have a point on that?
8: Yeah, who knows how the government works better than the government, right? So maybe that's why the government's not saying anything. They know the pressure, the implication, the threats, the loss of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If you do anything, look at the sergeant at arms, what happened to him. We really need to get to the bottom of what happened to the four cops. We need to find out what happened. Even some of the J6ers that they say are suicides may not be suicides. We need... The thorough investigations on that by teams like this that really care about the truth. And 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 when you think about who's scared about it, listen, when they're using foreign stuff on us, FISA, the F in FISA is for foreign. And they're trying to flip this foreign thing to domestic so they can do this to all of us. That's what we're trying to express to people. And I don't care what side you're on either, man. It, it, you know, that's the thing. It's not about politics at this point. We're going to lose everything. When 2,000 mules said they were tracking people well before January 6th, Mm -hmm. let that sink in for a little while. They knew who would be there. They knew where they were coming from. They knew what was going on, and yet they say they didn't know anything was happening. This is the craziest time we live in. That's why you can't be scared. We need six or 8% of the people, more than the three. We're not going to get 50, but we're going to keep trying and find these people that are, you know, verbal fight. We're not looking for physical, like I said, but we need people that have some spunk and don't mind getting out there and being loud. Look, these guys in prison. They're like, you know, what am I got to lose? My lawyer won't say anything. The judges won't. The attorneys, nobody can see any of this footage. I might as well say something. It's not going to hurt me. They're already telling me I'm going to go to jail for 30 years. What wrong is it of me saying that it's all lies out loud in the public, man? And, 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 dude, just sharing these stories for these people helps so much. Writing them letters gives them hope. And, and it's been a long time. It's like the Alamo. We can send them reinforcements. We can. We, they're not dead yet. We, they're. We can save these people, and yet, man, this is a long. You're talking over 600 days since the pipe bomber. What happened to that? You know, and and the FBI is a big joke. And I don't think all of them. I think there's some good guys in there. Like with anything. But good grief, we need more than a dozen whistleblowers right now.
4: Do, do we have any type of central repository where each of the defendants that are still being held, uh, we have addresses where we can find this information, where people can reach out? Patriot
8: okay. Mail Project That's- does a real good job with that. As far as the letter writing, patriotmailproject.org, okay. um, and they are awesome for that. There's prayer group at Prisoner's Record. There's a lot of different places to help. Randy,
11: uh, there, also, if you're just
6: a, a listener, you don't know anything about January 6th, you want to look up some of these, these individuals, these heroes, you go to americangulag.org and they have a really good archive of all the uh, arrests and everything. You can find their gifts and goes, and uh, they all really do need the help. Randy, you also probably have a list of a couple of websites.
7: Yeah, we have, and we actually just posted, there's a website that we created, I, I created for Mickey. Um, it's called, uh, four the number four, Ashley, A-S-H-L-I dot com. On that page, we actually have a roll call of all of those indefinitely detained. Um, and not only is it a roll call, you know, we've gotten to a point where when we're at the jail, we actually have to call out the roll call, how many days they've been indefinitely detained. Um, but on the, on that website particularly, we have the mailing address for each one of those guys. So, you know, Patriot Mail Project, like, like Dave mentioned, does a phenomenal job, Have has a lot of that information. Um, you know, so, you know, I would invite everybody to go to there. There's not only that, but there's also a call to action page on, on forashley.com, which lists out all the different organizations and the help that they give. Stop Hate is certainly one of them. Condemned USA, you know, Gary's, Gary's, is it M5 Gary or? Yeah. I heard heard something 6K6. (laughs) (laughs)
4: All right. Well, gentlemen, we've reached the top of the hour. We're going to need to wrap it up. So I'm going to have each of you uh, go around and give your final thoughts. Tell everybody where they can find you. uh, And uh, let's begin with AJ. AJ, what would you like to have the audience take away from tonight?
10: Please visit Investigate J 6 I think we can do a lot. Uh, If we get some donation funds, uh, save these guys. Um, I want to... Give a shout-out to uh, Ethan Nordeen He's been locked up since January 6th. He's a great man. He's a patriot. Uh, Joe Biggs and a lot of other guys really need your help. Uh, they did absolutely nothing wrong. They were attacked on the west side at 1 o'clock before anyone entered the Capitol, and the J6 committee has conveniently left that out. So we need to give them support, and you need to demand that everyone you vote for does a real J6 investigation and highlights the stuff that we all know here. The 14,000 hours of footage needs to come out. Thank you. All right. Where else
4: can people find you, AJ? Uh,
10: my personal social media. I'm on, uh, you know, free speech social media, so Truth Social and Gab and Rumble at J6 Proud Patriot, and uh, we also have a Twitter page for Investigate J6. Uh, you can find us there, and just go to our website, InvestigateJ6.org.
4: Okay, great. Thank you for being here. Uh, God bless you. God bless you as well, brother. Uh, and Gary, how about you, sir?
9: Oh, uh, you know you can find me at n uh, 5 newsgatecom uh, also contributor on the prisoner network or the prisoner the new prisoner number six um, let's see twitter at new m5news texas or tx but uh, I just would like everybody to, if you find my rumble page at N 5 news share the videos that all of us have whatever we have out share it and share it share it share it that's the only way we can get this out as much as we can for people to see and we have stuff that it's always coming up every day or every week but that's where we need a lot of help. I just share what we were putting out there because it's the truth.
4: All right. Thank you for being here. Thank uh, you, Randy. Ra- Randy, go ahead,
7: sir. Uh, but yeah, yeah I'm get- I would just, um, what, one of the things I would say is we actually had a, a little bit of a win last week, uh, uh, actually, just a couple of days ago. Uh, Mickey and I found out that um, Alan Jackson was getting released on pretrial, from, on pre-trial detention. Uh, Was able to go home. He spent like a two two and a half months at Northern Neck facility. So Mickey and I drove down. We were there on the ground when he stepped foot out of the jail. Uh, We brought him to um, a restaurant. Gave him, you know, while while we he was having a burger and all that. His wife had to travel, and my goodness, it's like and, and Dave. Gary and all you know you guys who have worked in this for so long being there and seeing that you know a very very emotional moment yeah. you know and not only that but he had this is a, this is another thing about it is he had a brother that was also arrested there at Northern Neck but in a different pod and and Brandon Fellows happened to call me while we were having lunch and we were able to put the two brothers on and, and to talk to each other, so that was really cool too. And that's one of the things that we do at Americans for Justice. Huh? We're in the process of, of creating a wraparound services. Where I mean, I think the one thing, and, and Dave and Gary and uh, Tommy may know, but it's like when these guys leave jail, whether they they're done with their sentence, whether they get out on pretrial release, they're just pushed out of the uh, out of the jail. Sometimes in the dead of night. They have absolutely nothing, no phone, no money, no ID, nothing. And and one of the things that we want to do with Americans for Justice is have a person there on the ground when they get out, put them up for the night, arrange travel home. And if they need it, you know, arrange housing for the first 90 days or so. And I, I think that's the one thing that I've seen, especially like with Brian Mock. Brian Mock is a perfect example. When these guys get out, there's an adjustment period that I think a lot of us just don't even realize. So, you know, keep up the fight. You know, you want to support us, go to A4justice.com. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, dot org. Um, Stop Hate has excellent resources. And all of the guys here, please. I mean, there's not enough resources. I mean I think everybody here can testify, you know, there's not enough money, there's not enough people, you know, I probably average 3 or 4 hours of sleep a night, much like all the guys here. Yeah. We need help.
4: All right, Randy, thanks again for being here. I appreciate you. Uh, Thank you so much for. Having me. Hey, absolutely. Anytime. Uh and Tommy, final thoughts and yeah. where can people find you?
6: Yeah, uh... So a lot of my story today was about Roseanne Bullen and we didn't have time to get to it. and It's kind of a forum. But uh, if you go to my Rumble channel, it's Tommy Tatum News, all one word. And uh, you can. I just did an interview with the Gateway Pundit about it real quick. You can basically hear my story about what happened to Roseanne Bullen. And uh, the reason I'm, I'm so attached to this is because uh, I was with her for eight minutes before they killed her. And uh, I feel like I'm one of the only people who can truly tell exactly what happened to her in the last moments of her life. And then it's like a double whammy for me because the guys, there's like a dozen guys in that jail in DC that are there in part for trying to save my life. And they did like Jay Lane saved my life that day. So uh, my rumble channel has got a lot of uh, really good footage and stuff. Uh, I also have a website called the Washington County auditors, like a personal blog. And I kind of keep that around as like an archive of all the, the stories I've written. And I use a lot of uh, everybody here's footage and things like that. But uh, so my socials everywhere that I'm not banned. It's commutated news on truth and, get gab and all that getter so uh but i would encourage everybody to go to uh everybody's rumble channels but uh i have some some unique stuff i found that's on there so hey,
10: Tommy, I was gonna last minutes too and i just yeah. want to thank you for speaking up thank you
4: thank you for being here Tommy. all right and uh bobby how about you sir final
5: words okay uh we'll make this quick and simple I'm a pretty good journalist, but I suck as a businessman. I am giving away my footage. I have uh, put it all in a drop box. Uh, And if you go right here, how do you like my redneck graphics? (laughs) BobbyPowell.substack.com. You go there and you'll find the, you'll go to the, you'll find the link to that drop box. I relinquish copyright. For any individual to take my video, make their own content, and re-upload it to the Internet. I don't care about getting paid. Uh, I just want this information out there because this is history. This is, <clears throat> this is the most important thing that has happened to this country since I've been alive. This is bigger than Tonkin Gulf. This is bigger than 9-11. Our own government attacked this nation. Okay, so we have to put a stop to it. So go right here to bobbypowell.substack.com and you download my video, you take it and you share it everywhere. This like Greg Phillips always says, this is an information war. We are in the midst of a battle. You do not get to sit back and 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 chug a, a coffee or, or or smoke a cigarette and just take it easy. Okay, kids, we are at war and you need to get off your butt and you need to start doing something about it. So you go to Powell dot com, you download my video and you share it everywhere. Share all my stories and uh Call your congressman. Tell them that you've seen this video. Tell them that you know that they have seen it and you expect them to do something about it. And, uh, while you're there, if you have a hole in your pocket with some money (laughs) throw me a, (laughs) this bum drives and travel, it's all expensive. So just throw me a buck or two. I mean, my gosh, I've spent $20,000 in the last six months trying to, uh, get this information out. And, uh, I had to sell my house because I was demonetized everywhere. So, uh, you know, I've got a roof over my head. I've got plenty of food to eat. I don't care about myself. But I do care about this mission, and I need the tools to to complete it. So, you know, if you uh, have the ability, go to com slash Bobby Powell, throw me a couple of bucks, and I guess that's all I got.
4: Well, thank you, Bobby. I've used your videos here on the channel before, and I appreciate your work and the fact that you keep – continuing to pound this into people's heads. And uh, finally, David, David, thank you again for being here.
8: Hey, it's an honor to be here. I am glad to be amongst such heroes in this fight. Every one of you guys, thank you so much. I've worked with everybody here except Bobby, and I think that's just about to change. (laughs) um we've got a lot of work to do Uh, and and listen that's what we need more help with you know in every single way people that are investigators people have skills they can make videos they can write stories everybody can share 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 if everybody watching this shared a couple of times a day don't just share it one time guys this is not that game you have to be repetitious like the left share share when you get sick of sharing share 10 more times that's the way to do this um the like button didn't do anything nobody sees that it's nope. the share the retweet the repost please 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 daily Do that for a couple months, see if it doesn't make a difference. To support the prisoners through our website, just go to stop8.com slash J6. And like I said, there's a bunch of calls to action. If you got a couple bucks, get off your butt because you're sitting on your wallet. That's what I always say. And and help these people. (laughs) I mean, it's just one of those things that even a meal, a cup of coffee, a car payment, a boat payment, a house payment, everybody on this show, Bobby, you just, I know your story too. We've all thrown. Everything we have, it's founding father stuff, fortune, reputation, life. It's on the line. I know these guys' situations as well. We're all the same. We're all in. We're not asking people to replace what we put in. We're asking them to match us, help us. We promise we'll do more. We won't waste your your efforts or energy either. So StopHate.com, you can follow us on all that stuff, watch all the movies, do all that stuff. I just appreciate the opportunity to do this. God bless you and all your viewers, my friend. Thank, oh, yeah. thank you very God much. You. God, bless God bless every y'all. single
4: person
5: here. I had to go. sell my boat. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my retirement plan. I oh, was going man. fishing, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'll go fishing with you when we get
4: done. Oh, show, brother. You guys, I've got a couple Later. of thank yous to uh, to give the audience. I want to make sure there's no questions before we turn this off. Uh, let's see. TikTok says this is going to be one that you all do not want to miss. Let's get it out there in the open. Uh, I want to say thank you to Ohio Kimmy. Uh, Tamara Growl says excellent guest sack. Uh, thank you to J2 Dank and Sean Joe, Pacific Northwest Sasquatch says thank you guys for all you do. Thank you to Sean Joe, Popcorn17. Uh, how about we all tag Marjorie Taylor Greene, Gates and Jordan on Truth Social and Facebook and call as many as possible as you can. Uh, Let them know about the vids. You know, every single one of us has representatives and senators. You guys can call Every single day, you can call any of them at any time. You don't even have to live in their district to call their office and let them know. So uh, these people are are excellent that we need to continue to uh, hit it on them. Uh, thank you to Sean Joe, a boneless chicken, says, great show, Zach, as always. Happy belated birthday, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, also says, uh, and a birthday cookie. J-Bell, thank you for being here. Mighty Patriot, appreciate you. Bitch Toria, thank you for the can. Brooklyn says please follow RP78 on Telegram all channels for the guests will be uploaded. Uh thank you. Uh Brooklyn is uh, one of my mods and she'll have all of you guys' websites out there on my Telegram. It's official Red Pill 78 channel uh you can find oh that's that's a different one that's my chat as well and then slug trail uh says a cookie for a fellow traveler okay uh just want to remind everybody uh, i've got links for everybody in the description of the video uh randy i didn't have yours cuz i didn't know you were going to be here initially but it's a4justice.org if you guys have any questions about any of these websites just rewind it 10 minutes and you'll get everybody's and then i will put as many of them in the description of the video as i can Appreciate every single one of you guys for being here. Uh, We'll probably do this again in the future. InvestigateJ6.org and uh, continue to fight. Thank you, guys. And here is the gold pills being released right now. Uh, Tomorrow is Friday. I'll be back tomorrow night at 9 p.m. And I'll tell you who my guest is going to be here in just a second. Uh, That is going to be... Uh, oh, Duncan, uh, he's going to be here. We're going to be doing a simulcast on his channel, actually. And then earlier in the day, I have an update from Peter Lupia about the Mesa County uh, case uh, of uh, regard related to the audits that they're attempting to do right now. But until that time, good luck, everyone. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.
6: Thank you.